The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It! everyone's favorite undercover investigation ripping apart searching going through it throwing this this way throwing that that way must uncover dig to the bottom of the earth exploration of reddit wow you started out sounded a little sexy i didn't know if it was uh too long did read it after dark Oh, Ooh. if you subscribe to our Patreon, maybe Ooh. maybe we'll give you some of that. <laughs> okay, let's all try to do our sexiest voice and saying the sentence, I love to eat mayonnaise. I love to eat mayonnaise. Okay, pretty good. Not too much. Very understated. <laughs> I love to eat mayonnaise. Ooh, that's really good. That sounded like you were eating it off someone. Well, that's what, you know. We wanted to imply. <clears throat> um, well, I got, I'm in a voice situation. Okay, I got to go manly. Yeah, go manly. Go deep. I, I love to eat mayonnaise. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. I'm happy with it. Why well, didn't have a southern accent? <laughs> oh, did it? At yeah. the end. <laughs> Florida boy. Uh, I'm good old boy. that we're going to dive into is another one from damn that's interesting which i think we've done before Mm -hmm. um which is people sharing interesting things i'd love to get your take on this in 2009 the physicist and author stephen w hawking gave a party for time travelers okay what do you think about that? That's it. He gave a party for time travelers, sort of assuming that time travelers would know to come to the party, I guess. Is what? that what it is? But why are there two L's in traveler? What? On the banner. Maybe they just misspelled that. No, British maybe? Huh. What is correct? This looks fake. Travelers is used in British. With two L's? Yeah. Okay. And the first comment on this is, wouldn't the cardinal rule of time travel be don't attend this one party? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, well, one, this looks this looks like AI made this picture. It does. But two, what, okay, I, I think that part of being a time traveler is you can't brag about being a time traveler. Yeah. That's like a big part of it. I know. That's why this party is so controversial. You're not supposed to brag about it at all. Oh, I like this. What if this is all a bunch of time travelers wearing invisible suits? That's so possible. Because they showed up, but that's what we wear nowadays. Or I guess if you're a time traveler, uh-huh. you don't have to be from the future. You could have figured out time travel in like the 40s and then just kind of been, been kicking off from there. No, exactly. You could be from literally any time. Any time. That's what's cool about time travel. I think that they wouldn't come to this party. Is this actually true? Because Stephen Hawking is supposed to be smart. But like, it's provocative. Maybe you're in the year, you know, 2075, and then you come across this Reddit post and you're like, oh, I should go back and hit up that party. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so Stephen Hawking doesn't 
like believe that time travel is possible. So he was hosting the party as like a gag. Got it. Oh, to prove that no one would show up. Yes. Ah. And I don't. I don't think that's the way to go. That's Twist. not the way to go. He's actually in a room full of fourth dimensional beings he can't see. And they're all, they all think he's being an asshole for ignoring them. And then this person had to write, edit, this is a joke. Yes, it says, I gave a party for time travelers, but I didn't send out the invitations until after the party. I sat there a long time, but no one came. Invitations <laughs> to where? Who did he send it to? Oh, like he, he posted it, it online? He didn't send it. He didn't send invitations because like until after. I but who did he send the invitations to? He posted about it probably. He posted about it. Yeah. But again, like if time travelers wanted to make themselves known, they would. But clearly they I'm don't saying. want to. Someone wrote, nice try, time cops. <laughs> right. Because how do you know if it's maybe even if, if it's existing in the future, it probably has heavy regulations. There's probably no way that you can just like be bopping around going to parties maybe in the future there are no rules whoa (laughs) maybe in the future there are no rules speaking of future my next post is actually from futurology oh okay nice this subreddit is defined as a subreddit devoted to the field of futures studies and evidence-based speculation about the development of humanity, technology, and civilization. You kind of love this stuff. I do, yeah. I love a light sci-fi and a heavy sci-fi. You love like, yeah, the futurology, the ideas of like what could be the situation in the future. It's fun. Yeah, I know. It's very techie of you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, that's my big thing is like, I love science fiction, but I've never written any science fiction because I think I'm, I don't think I'm smart enough to do it. No, you definitely are. You know how to use like things as metaphors. I guess. You're not very tech savvy, but I think you could come up with something. Yeah, because you can. it's just making stuff up. Yeah. Come up with a, something that you want to exist that doesn't exist and then just make it up. You get to make up the rules around it. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I do love worlds. I yeah. love worlds that have different rules. And then whenever I watch a sci-fi, I'm like, but how that doesn't make any sense. I'm such a logic police whenever I watch anything. It's a real bummer. <laughs> I literally said to John, I was like, I just realized that I don't have to share every thought I have with you when we're watching something. Oh my God. And he was like, thank God. Hasn't oh. said that to you too? Oh, he hates that I ask. Yeah. Well, because I'm just like proposing ideas, think I don't understand what's going on, whatever. I think that this is a great challenge as a screenwriter is that when I see something and then afterwards I think about what I would have changed. Oh, interesting. And I'm like, yeah, that would have been better. (laughs) For those of you that are tuning in for too long, did read it after dark. Allison just took her top off. (laughs) Yes, I did. And you'll be able to see that on patreon.com slash just between us. Please join our Patreon, by the way, if you want to care about the future. How about our future? And we can keep the show going if you join at patreon.com slash just between us, please. That was oh, good marketing. Thanks. And also thanks to five patrons, Isabel, Kara, Loveday, Hannah, and Rachel. Thanks, guys. Great hey, job. Hey, guys. Both our future and past selves. Thank you. Hey. Thanks, ladies. <laughs> Okay, so this post says Bernie Sanders says it's time for a four day work week with exploding technology and increased worker productivity. It's time to move toward a four day work week with no loss of pay. Workers must benefit from technology, not just corporate CEOs. Hell yeah. So you guys, are you guys in uh, proponents of a four day work week? I would love that. But how is that going to work 
with kids going to school five days a week. Kids should go to school four days a week. What? Because teachers would be working five days a week. It's my um, nibblings. They have like on one day of the week, it's only like a couple hours. For school? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, another big thing we need is school needs to start later in the day. Oh, yeah. yes. But Agreed. That's a whole other issue. I think uh, I think the four day work week makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of companies have actually been starting to implement it because they had like some good research, I think, come out that said that it works well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you're not wasting time because you're working more productively because you're not trying to fill time that doesn't need to be filled now that technology has taken over a lot of stuff. The reason that school doesn't start later is because work days don't start later because you have to be at work by eight o'clock. So you got to get your kid into school by seven o'clock. It's ridiculous. Well, not everyone's getting into the office at eight o'clock. But I'm just saying like the reason that they have school starting so early is because parents have to start so early because work starts so early. But then like on the reverse, parents aren't getting off at 2.33. So somebody's going to be with the kids. Exactly. Later or earlier. Okay. Yeah. My friend, uh, her company switched to a four day work week and, and it's basically just like Fridays off. But then it's hard because it's like, yeah, but what if these other companies that we work with don't have a four day work yep. week and they want to have a meeting on a Friday? Yep. So Too I bad, that, so sad. Yeah, I really support a four day work week. I also think for certain people, like I couldn't get done everything I need to get done in four days. I can't. I know I can't. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, but we also loss in pay, you know, because this is the whole thing is like if you work for a big company, salaried workers, salaried workers. Yeah. Yeah. But I think for like us who work for ourselves, it's a little less realistic. Mm -hmm. That's true. But but I do work for myself. You know, I make my own hours. What? Yeah. How many hours a day do you work? I mean, what do we count as work in our industry? It's like meetings and then like actually sitting down to write or trying to plan stuff out or. Um, watching something that I need to That's watch for say, something. Like, like watching TV can be work. Yeah. Because right? I don't work a full day. Like I don't work like nine to six. I probably work like 11 to four or five. But oh, it's also, yeah, Melissa's always working. But and it's, I also uh, work sometimes on the weekends too. Yeah. But it's also like, okay, so I'm actually going to do a podcast episode about this thing. So I should watch this Netflix documentary about it. So like it's nighttime, but I'm watching this documentary to do this work for this other thing. So it's like, you know, and then some days it's more, some days it's less or some, yeah. Or it's a work dinner with someone or, you know, it's a work coffee or whatever it is. Like it's all, I went to Soho house yesterday. You did? Yeah. Was it fancy? It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty fancy. Wow. I've never been. I, it was my first time going. Um, and the guy was like, oh, I have a membership. It's six minutes from my house. Not bad at all. Wow. Well, I guess I can't write all day. But like I oh, can no, like I work yes. all day, but like That's writing, like writing is like a thing where I've had to like build up my stamina to be able to like write multiple hours every day. And what I do now is I don't do it by hour. I do it by word count. Oh, I, smart. Yeah, for writing a, a novel. Yeah. For me, I break it up like when I'm doing a screenplay or whatever, I'll do by either act. But recently I'm better by just writing all the character like picking a character and writing all their scenes. And Whoa, like, really? Order? Yeah. Really? Weird. I never heard of such a thing. Well, I write the character scenes in order, but like just sticking with one character and then finish that oh. character and then go to another character and write all their scenes. 
That's so interesting. Whoa. I think when I was writing scripts, I, I did page numbers. I was page like, numbers. I wanted to have five pages today. Yeah. And that yeah. was the books I do word count. But like, so like on a, on a day, no one asked me this, but like on a day where I have nothing other than working on my book, I try to hit 2000 words. Mm-hmm. And then on a day where I have something else, I try to hit a thousand words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's really good. Um, yeah. And so, but it fluctuates. Like the other day I was supposed to hit 2000. I just hit 1400 because I was That's having, fun. I was having like a mental day. But yeah. I didn't uh, sleep all the time. I didn't get to sleep last night. And so when I woke up this morning to write when I usually write, I couldn't like my you brain can't do it. Yeah, my brain was yeah. So I'm like, I'll just, I'll just like read somebody else's work for right now. Yeah, yeah. even though I don't think I gave my all for that. I'm <laughs> so tired. I know. Like the idea of like that same level of productivity every day is not fair to put on yourself. Yeah. To to think, oh, the CEOs are going to make a ton of money on you working harder, but you're not getting anything in return, like a livable wage or like uh, less work hours. What's your motivation? And also like the amount of hours shouldn't matter as much as like hitting your goals. Exactly. And then, like, I remember like, you know, at jobs where you're just like literally just sitting there because exactly. it's technically the work time, yep. but like, you don't have anything to do. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know? exactly. Um, so we should be more, much more flexible with, with how we view working time. It's my hot take. That's not hot at all. Sizzle. Spicy. I was doing sizzle. Oh, sizzle. Ouch, uh, the oil, it hit me. <laughs> Haven't you ever had that when you cook? Oh my God, I yes, I burned the shit out of my stomach, remember? Oh yeah. With an onion, an onion fell into my oil plate. My, I was sizzling. Oil plate? What? I was sizzling some oil on a pan and an onion fell. It had From an onion sky? up on a shelf and it rolled off the shelf and oh hit my, the pan. Oh my God, I don't remember this. Yes, and I was- Did it, it splash? Yes, it splattered on my stomach. This was in 2016. And I remember because I wore a crop top, but I had the scar when we shot with Megan Ranks um, uh, at your house, the sketch we did with her. And you had the boo-boos? I had a, a burn on my stomach, yeah. Wow, good yeah, memory. I know. Well, I guess it was traumatic. It was pretty bad for me, yeah. I yeah. cried, I, went, I, I fell to the ground, I started crying. My boyfriend at the time was like, are you okay? Um, thinking that I was really hurt, which I was. But I, when I finally could talk after crying, I said, I'm so stupid. <laughs> so I was mostly crying because I was mad at how dumb I am. I have to cry if I get hurt. Interesting. If I get hurt or I fall down, I have to cry to kind of recalibrate my body. Interesting. Especially if I fall down, I have to have a cry. I get angry. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, because I think, are you also like, God, I can't believe I... I did this. I'm, I'm like, better God than this. Damn it. Why did this happen? Like, why me? It, it, it could be the, the, <laughs> the smallest thing. Like I bumped my little toe against like the wall on accident or something. I'm like, why would this happen to me? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like I always do the, the clumsy thing or the whatever. Like I have Q-tips and they're in a, a thing that slides open mm-hmm. to get the Q-tips this morning. I'm like going to grab it. I grab it. I open the Q-tip thing. Of course, it's upside down. Yeah. Hundred Q-tips all oh, on the floor. No. I just was like, and that happens to me multiple times a day. Something like that. You open mm-hmm. your Q-tip the wrong way at multiple times. A day? Multiple times a day. No, like She's, spiritually. He's just going through Q-tips. No, left and right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it's like if it's if that's the if there's a way to do something the clumsy way, it's gonna happen. Yeah. 
I remember once when I was a little kid or like a kid, my mom was like, can you stand on one leg? And to, because I was so clumsy, she was like worried about me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I could. Okay. So, <sighs> yeah, I'm not great at understanding my body in relation to space. Me neither. And other things. How do you play tennis? I don't know. On the court, the rules are different. Okay. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you all about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. Right before I found out about this project, my mom made an offhand comment about wanting to write a memoir because she had such a wild childhood and there are all these things she's never really talked to us about. But asking someone to sit down and write a memoir is kind of daunting. So then I got her mylifeinabook.com and now she's getting prompts to answer on a weekly basis and it's a lot easier than just undertaking an entire memoir. I'm so excited to see what my mom does with mylifeinabook.com because she's someone who doesn't always feel comfortable just sharing about herself, but having these prompts and knowing that I really want to hear her answers is going to inspire her to probably share more with me about her life and her upbringing than I've ever been shared with before. So I'm so excited for that. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code just between us at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code just between us for 10% off today. Hi everyone, Allison here. Anyone who knows me well knows that I love to read. I am always looking for new books and that is why I'm so excited that this episode is sponsored by Book of the Month. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. It was so fun for me to get to pick which book I wanted to read this month and have it shipped right to my door. Book of the Month makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you can't go wrong. Every aspect of the Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. They have a highly anticipated release at the beginning of each month. Books are delivered in this really adorable bright blue box, and there's a fun app to help you pick your book and track your reading process. They also offer great values on new release hardcover fiction. It's much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free. And with a loyalty program, you get rewards and even lower prices the longer you stay as a member. My first book from Book of the Month was The Husbands by Holly Gramazio. I am tearing through this book. It is so fun. It's basically about this woman who one day comes home and there's a husband in her apartment. And she's like, where did you come from? And then she figures out that every time her new husband goes into the attic a new husband comes out and she's she's like shuffling through all these different husbands from the attic trying to figure out which one is the best it is right up my alley and i love it
love it so much. So if you want to take part in Book of the Month and have a brand new book shipped right to your door every single month, go to bookofthemonth.com and get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That's $5 off with code PEDALS. I cannot recommend this enough. Here's an unexplained, our unexplained. What and what kind of subreddit is that? People write in things that they can't explain. Oh, okay. I think we did one of those before, right? Maybe. Was it that it ended up being carbon monoxide poisoning? (laughs) Because that happens a lot. I think so. Oftentimes someone will say, hey, this thing happened. And people will go, hey, check your carbon monoxide. (laughs) And then they come back and they go, edit. It was the carbon monoxide. Oh, yeah. There was that one where they thought their landlord was writing them notes. It was them leaving themselves notes. Okay, so this one baffled me. Dimes in dryer. I feel like I am losing my mind and I need someone's insight. I legitimately have never felt so insane in my entire life. For about six weeks, two months, I have been finding a dime in every single load of laundry that I do. Every single load. My partner and I rarely use cash. And if we do, we absolutely do not stick the change in our pocket. I can say this with 100% certainty. My fiance religiously donates it to the take a penny, leave a penny type of thing that is always at checkouts or leaves it on the tables if we are eating out because he refuses to carry it around in his pocket. I have a dump truck of a purse and just throw everything in there. It is always a dime, never any other denomination. It has gotten to the point where I have broken down into tears because I literally feel like I'm going insane. I asked my partner to record an entire cycle of laundry for me, prior to which we checked all pockets and crevices and there were no coins, just because I seriously questioned if I was having an actual mental episode for the first time in my life. Still, at the end of the drying cycle, there was a dime. We have done loads of laundry that are just linens, not clothing, still always a dime. I don't know why this never occurred to me before, but after telling my best friend this week how insane this was making me, she asked me what years were on them. I looked and every single one is 2023. Every single one for almost two months is 2023. We moved into this house prior to 2023. So it's not like a previous tenant left some random roll of dimes in the laundry and they're just spewing out each load. We have taken apart and expected and inspected every inch of both the washer and the dryer. There is nothing. We do not have an attic or basement or crawl space. There isn't anyone secretly living in the home. I thought my fiance might have been pulling a bizarre prank on me, but after breaking down into tears over how crazy this stupid thing makes me feel, I can clearly tell he has no idea what's going on. The breaking point came tonight when my fiance found not one, but three dimes in the dryer, prior to which we had only found two in the washer. So one just magically spawned. I'm absolutely losing my mind over this stupid thing. And I need to hear from literally anyone with any sort of insight. And then someone said unlimited money glitch, which is a video game thing. Huh. I find a lot of (laughs) tissues in my laundry. What? Because John will leave a tissue in his pants. And then there'll be just like tissues throughout the dryer and it's pretty annoying. And then it'll like separate. And so then it'll be just like little pieces of tissue all over all the clothes all the time. Uh, (laughs) But I understand where that's coming from. (laughs) Just listen to a recent podcast called The Unexplained by Howard Hughes. The person spoke about manifested coins that are sent as messages from deceased family members. Oh, that's nice. Whoa. But like the deceased family members are sending them like getting present day coins and not from like when they died. Also sending them coins like your dead family members. Like, let me drive my family member. Absolutely insane. (laughs) Maybe you have a prankster as a dead family member. I saw a very funny uh, comic that was like 
the person was like, all my stuff keeps moving around the house. So you don't understand what's going on. And then it was a little drawing of a ghost that was like, I love to redecorate. Oh, that's really cute. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently dimes are messages from deceased family members. Now, if you were the person that this was happening to and you posted this on Reddit and then someone said that to you, would you accept that as the answer? I don't know. I'm watching this show called Living for the Dead on Hulu. It's a reality show about five queer people who are ghost hunters and they're hunting ghosts and also they're gay. (laughs) And it's really good. I will say it's it's fine. Roz Hernandez, um, who does the podcast Ghosted, who is one of my crushes, is the best part of the show. She's so fucking funny. Oh, really? Um, But she's the one she's the only one who's not like the other four believe they have spiritual powers or like have some sort of like i'm a psychic i'm a medium i'm a witch whatever and she's the only one who's like um just a researcher Hmm. so i i don't know like i want to believe and stuff so i'm interested in it but i also know that it's being edited so but i don't know i would be so curious to ask her what the unedited version was like would you believe that it was being sent by your dead relative I wouldn't care enough to <laughs> make a post on Reddit. This wouldn't phase you at all. I, really? What? No. I'm always finding money in the laundry. Like that, the dollars that are sitting right there, they were in my, in the pocket of these pants. And I never have cash. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> someone just <laughs> someone just slipped you a couple singles. Yeah. They liked what they saw uh-huh. and just put it in your pants. <laughs> my mom believes that pennies are from her mother. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah, it is nice. I'll ask her the last time she found one. She doesn't, she used to tell me, but now I haven't heard about her in a while. But yeah, she, my mom definitely believes in that stuff for sure. That's not surprising. Can I read this thing that's a follow up to it? Yes, of course. This is just a commenter. You are not going to believe this, but on my children, you have got to listen to my story. Two months ago, I went to the city, Chicago, to visit my daughter. I'm 48, she's 22, to do a girl's shopping day. As we were walking along the streets, we passed a sign for psychic readings. My daughter said how she has never been to one and she was excited to try it. I've never been to one either. However, I always wanted to go. I lost my dad at 23 years old. And ever since I've been hoping to visit a psychic solely to see if my dad would have a message for me. I grew up in a very close knit Italian family. When my dad passed away, it was extremely hard on all of us. So I said, let's do it. Long story short, this psychic blew my mind. I know we all have our skepticism, but I'm telling you she knew things about me she couldn't possibly have known just by looking at me or how I was dressed. So she tells me my dad is there in the room and he's okay, et cetera, et cetera. And she said, I'm going to start seeing dimes. And when I do, that's my dad letting me know he's always with me. Four days later, I was doing laundry. I opened the dryer door and literally a dime popped out at me. I'm talking flew out of the dryer, high into the air and hit me in the chest. I automatically started crying. From that moment forward, it's been raining dimes. I find them on the ground freshly wiped counters, brand new jean pockets, the washer, the dryer at work. I told a patient of mine after his exam to go ahead and get dressed. He's putting on his pants. I hear a coin fall to the floor. It was in a small room off to the side to give him privacy. Lo and behold, the patient left the room. I looked. It was a dime. I found so many dimes. These last few months, I started collecting them in a jar. It is crazy and it's only dimes. I never find pennies or quarters, only dimes. They always seem to pop up when I need them too. Like if I'm having a bad day, I'm sad. I'll walk my dog and there will be a shiny new dime at my feet. I love this so much. Okay, wow. now I fully believe. I'm fully in. I believe it. <laughs> I wonder if I'll get any dimes. Yeah. Right oh my here. god, we all just start finding dimes. I'm right here. 
Oh, you are a dime. Somewhere in the bowels of some research lab works a scientist working day and night on his masterpiece. He has the theory that quantum entanglement can be used for teleportation of matter. Day and night he tests, hoping his theory is correct. And it is. But he made a mistake in his calculations. He always fucks up in some minor way, a decimal point in the wrong, which causes him to use too much power in his tests. And where, pray tell, do his tests wind up materializing? In your dryer. That's also bum, a very bum, good explanation. Bum. I'd say those explanations are neck and neck for me. Wow. I don't know. I, I agree. As, as I'm getting older, I'm like, ooh, maybe. Huh, Literally? How fun. Anything that's like supernatural is cool because then it's like, oh, I'm not going to just be gone when I die. Anyway. I would love to be gone when I die. I know. But I also, I also think all of that is pretty cool. I don't know. I'm really into this show called Psychic Kids right now. <laughs> It's on ID Discovery. What are you watching? <laughs> and it's basically, so 10 years ago, there was this documentary called Psychic Kids, and it was really famous. And all these kids were learning oh. how to harness their powers. And then, now it's 10 years later, and the kids from the documentary Psychic Kids, they're in their 20s, and they're going around the United States helping a new generation of psychic kids harness their powers. Is this the show that that little white boy was on that said that he used to be a black woman in a different life? No, that's The Ghost Inside My Child, okay. which is another show that I love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. Okay, let's change gears. Do you know they make a lot of TV shows no one even knows about? That's so true. The but never ours. <laughs> still haven't had one. It still won't make ours. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay, so I found a, a subreddit called Hair Care Science. Okay. And this is posted under discussion. Can someone explain the science behind why this shampoo works on my hair so well? <gasps> and it's a hydroallergenic cat shampoo. Wow. Earth Bath is great, actually. <laughs> and they wrote, I have longish hair. This is the only stuff that makes it nice and soft. Um, wow. Okay. Dear everyone, while this seems like an interesting topic, I'm going to let you in on a huge secret. There's no scientific reason animal products wouldn't work on you. Right. Yeah. A lot. And the, the, moderator, we are animals. the moderator said, continues and goes, at the end of the day, a lot of our expectations for shampoo and conditioner or any hair product are driven by marketing campaigns that are largely mm. removed from reality. Products marketed to humans must be proved to be safe. They do not necessarily have to be proved effective. Mm. Marketing can make all the wild claims they like as long as there are no danger using the products they do not have to be found as. And then wow. they said, I want to caution everyone about why some products are not marketed to humans. The FDA. <clears throat> the FDA is not concerned with things made for pets. In fact, pet products are almost all self-regulated by boards appointed by their own executives who advise the government. Wow. They don't necessarily have to prove anything about pet products including safety if they do market in the human products they've taken the steps to do so 
So there's no interesting scientific reason why using animal shampoo would or wouldn't work, but just note that it's all at your own risk like anything else. It'll generally be fine, but I would not expect quality to be any sort of goal for pet products as pet products are from byproducts. Yeah. Wow. I follow wow. Um, the scientist on TikTok works in makeup and hair. Oh. Okay. And so um, when anyone talks about like products on the internet, like this works for me or blah, 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 he will look at the ingredients and then break it down for why the things work. You know what's great for my um, facial eczema and dry skin? Washing your face with head and shoulders. What? Yes. Really? And I, he's actually done that. Like I wash my face with Cetaphil and with head and shoulders and it gets rid of the flakes. It doesn't hurt your eyes? Well, I don't get it. I try not to get it in my eyes. That makes sense. One time I did get it in my eyes and it was bad. But I, I very much am I'm careful not to get it in my eyes. But even if I don't wash my whole face with the head and shoulders, I'll take the head and shoulders on my fingers and I'll wash my eyebrows. Really? Yeah. Because it, it keeps the, um, the eyebrow dandruff. Wow. Yeah. One time I think I was misdiagnosed with having bacteria in my eyelashes. And so then for a long time I was washing my eyelashes in the shower with baby shampoo. No more tears. Yeah, no more tears. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I mean, so it seems like cat hair is really greasy and this person's hair might be reacting well to it because their hair is a little bit greasy. That's so interesting because I thought you weren't even supposed to ever bathe your cat. Yeah, bathe your cat. You do? Well, you can. I thought you only bathe the cat if they they didn't know how to bathe themselves. Yeah, or something gets on them or something. Okay. Alex is my cat. Shut up. Oh my god! Alex's oh cat god. licks his tail, like bites and chews his tail, and then we'll like go in the litter box and get like the litter stuck to the tail, and it's and it's like fun, it looks like fun dip. It's disgusting. Ew! I love that this person said, "What made you inclined to try a cat cat shampoo?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the OP. I love how none of us even questioned that. Like, oh, interesting. The OP wrote, basically, I ran out of shampoo and didn't feel like going to the store. And I don't like scented shampoos. I've never been able to find fragrance free. So I thought I'd give it a try. There's tons of fragrance free shampoo. It's hard when you're sensitive to fragrances. It is really hard. I got a new perfume when I was in Italy. And the woman was like, this is this perfume won't give you a headache. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, it doesn't have this stuff that other perfumes have in it. And I, it doesn't give me a headache. Whoa. I okay. Know. I was waiting for you to be like, and that wasn't true. No, yeah. Did anyone notice I'm wearing it? No, let me smell it. No, I did when I hooked you earlier. Is that on your wrist? Oh, no, it's kind of on my neck. I think I told you you smell good. If no, I did, you, you, thought it. you thought it? Yeah. I do like that. It's not overpowering. Thank you. It's very thrilling for me. Wow. <laughs> I guess it's time for Reddit or not. Whose turn is it? Yours? Oh, all right. I will go with divorce on my honeymoon. Ooh. Let's see, because I just want to read about it if it's true. Why do we get messages on our merch page, justbetweenuspod.com? We get, like, messages asking us to do things. Like, we just got asked to be on a show. They message us through our merch page. Maybe they don't know how else to get in touch with us. It's literally in the description of the show. (laughs) I've got some things that came up, but they came up on TikTok. Doesn't count. I know. Honeymoon ruined two months later. Divorce initiated. What's the story? Removed. No! (laughs) Damn it. Damn it. So does that count? I don't know. There's, hold on. There's some more. This is funny. Divorce mother-in-law encroached on my honeymoon. Maybe we come back to that on a different day. That'd be fun. Wow, maybe I stumped this bad boy, even though there was that Britney Murphy movie about this very thing. 
What Brittany Murphy movie? With Ashton Kutcher. They get divorced on their honeymoon? Well, it's like about their relationship falling apart on their honeymoon. And then I think it's like they get, they break up. But then because it's a rom-com, I think they get back together at the end. Don't they like have like a huge fight like in the hotel room? Something like that. I feel like I remember like feathers or something. Like them trashing the hotel room. Is that I like? I I didn't watch it. I just remember. Wasn't there a movie? You know what I just saw? I just... I just saw a movie of Kate Hudson and it was like an old movie, not old. I mean, you know, whatever her during her rom-com heyday. And there's a doctor character that's her love interest in it. And the doctor character is named like Dr. Julian Goldstein. And then it's played by Gail Garcia Bernal. You think that that man (laughs) is named Dr. Julian Goldstein. You wanted to cast someone else in that part. And you got, why didn't they give him exactly? That's so funny. He is beautiful. Um, this one says during honeymoon trip with my wife, she refused to undress. Should I divorce her? It's because she's the orphan that has the green ribbon around her neck. And if you take the ribbon off, her head will fall off. What? Yeah. You never heard of that? I don't know. It's a, it's like an urban legend. It's like a, a guy marries oh, a woman yeah, yeah, and she has that. wears a green ribbon around her neck and she's like, you can never remove the ribbon. And he's like, come on, we're married. And she's like, no, you can never remove the ribbon. And then one day he removes the ribbon and her head falls off. I do remember hearing that. that I is- feel bad for her, but I also feel like he got what was coming. It's really about consent and boundaries. Wow. <laughs> Redditors who got divorced within a year of wedding. What happened? Why did you go through with the wedding in the first place? It's a whole thread. Wow. I want to know about that that woman who wanted undress on her honeymoon. Somebody, the first thing was, is this a joke, and then or is this a troll, and then they shut the thread down. <laughs> oh no! Well, or, I, guess it, I guess it counts. My wife refuses to undress on my honeymoon. Where was your honeymoon? Antarctica. We were freezing. We were freezing. <laughs> Here's one that is huh? what you want. Ooh, my 28 female husband, 30 male, left me on our honeymoon. <gasps> I have seven nights left and I'm still numb. I don't know where to go from here. It's super long. Super long. Wow. And multiple updates. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll have to return to that at some point. Ooh. Guys. Oh my so That's the long. longest post I've, I've ever, ever seen. I've seen on Reddit. I've never seen anything this long. Scrolling. It's still going. Whoa. Well, that's an interesting story. A lot has happened. That's my next book. Um... <laughs> Well, thank you all so much for joining us on Too Long. Did read it. too. I still have more to say. Okay, sorry, go. <laughs> we will be back on Wednesday with another full episode of Just Between Us, which you can get access to ad-free on our Patreon, patreon.com slash justbetweenus. It's only $3 a month for eight ad-free episodes. Please subscribe if you're able to. And if you're not able to subscribe, we'll be back on Monday with another episode of Too Long Did Read It for free. And go to justbetweenuspod.com and get our merch. Um, okay, tata la Just Between Us is a Gallison production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa D. Monts and Diamond Emprint Productions. Edited by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. Join our Patreon to watch full episodes and listen ad-free. The link is in the description. And make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Discord, and Reddit. 